There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than just, this. The biggest reason is, is just, you know, this is Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is um, a special place. All right, welcome back to the Sooner Surge. It is game day versus Kent State. Um, and second game of the year, second game of Brent Venable's head coaching career in this new era in Norman. Uh, Jackson, this should be a pretty interesting game. It's going to test the Sooners a little bit. Uh, we're going to see Kent State come into Norman tonight under the lights with a lot of uh, talented recruits in attendance and... Yeah, so what are you, what are you uh, expecting from this game? Well, I'm expecting a uh, pretty close first quarter, I think, because Kent State is a much more improved team than UTEP. And mm-hmm. Kent State is especially a lot better. They're skill, skill position players, and their offensive and defensive line is probably better than UTEP's, but I wouldn't say much better. No, I'm going to have to disagree on that. UTEP is definitely a better team. They have a way better quarterback. Uh, Kent State has a quarterback that can run the ball, um, and they're going to play way more fast, which is kind of how I think maybe our defense can get off the field quick, and if they can, this game could get ugly quick. Um, Kent State, I agree with you on the skill position. They have a couple really talented wide receivers. They're running back. He's okay. O-line did not look as good as what UTEP was rolling out there. But defensively is what I'm interested to see defensively for Kent State. They're going to play that Iowa State-style 3-3-5 defense. Mm-hmm. UTEP, who played a 4-2-5. UTEP's defense is not something we're going to see a lot throughout Big 12 play. However, the 3-3-5, you're going to see multiple teams run that against OU. So how does Levy's offense play against that 3-3-5? I would expect a little bit more running. Um, but is that deep ball going to be there? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they come out, uh, if they really do come out trying to get the ball deep. Uh, Washington against Kent State, they were able to make big plays, but it was a lot of short passes that were just better runs after catch. So I think it'll be a very interesting game. Yeah, well, like, especially against the deep ball, um, I really – well, like the D ball, it's probably going to be taken away today. And I believe that Gabriel is still going to take his shots, you know, especially because I expect them to be able to run the ball successfully. And I expect the offensive line to have a much improved day. Yeah. Because I already know, I already know that this week of practice was not great for them because Bill Beatonville worked them extremely hard. And I do expect to see. I want to see if there's a if we see Savion Bird start because that could be an interesting thing because uh, if you you could you because you could start him at left tackle over Guyton. No, they put him at left guard, and I'm thinking. I think we could see either Savion Bird or Jake Taylor in the starting lineup, and it would not shock me if Matower or Guyton is not starting, and I think that. You kind of have to figure that out that offensive line before Nebraska. Not really before Nebraska, before Kansas State. We do need Wanya Morris back. He will not be back. However, 
Daniel Parker is back today. Uh, that is one of the things I'm most intrigued to see is Braden Willis looked really good in run blocking and pass blocking. Uh, mostly run blocking. He made some really good blocks. But there's some people that think Daniel Parker is just as good and or better than Braden Willis in the blocking game. So I'll be interested to see kind of uh, how both of them together looks uh, on the run game and, you know, and pass game. Mm-hmm. Well, like talking about the run game with Daniel Parker and Braden Willis in there, OU on Saturday didn't run 12 personnel one time. They stayed in 11 the whole game. Yeah, because they didn't have and, and also, I expect to see more jo- Javante Barnes and Marcus Major today than we did yeah, against I UTAP. I don't think we'll see Barnes, but I do think we'll see more Major because Levy said that uh, he wants to even out those carries. I think if we get up big, we'll see a good amount of Javante Barnes. But earlier on in the game, I think Major will get his – he'll get his carries a little bit more than he had last game, and Gray will certainly get his. So it's going to be interesting to see where the run game and pass game compares, like their total amount of runs and total amount of passes compares to last week because we are kind of facing two different defenses. Um, and then on the other side of the ball with the defense, Kent State is going to go really fast. And like I mentioned, I would like to see our defense be able to get off the field fast and get the ball right back to that offense. Um, but it will be, I mean, a fast tempo, and again, they're practicing against it every day, but how does it look in a game? Yeah. Like, well, since they practice against it every day, they should be able to get their calls in quick, which – I don't think they're quite as fast tempo as what we run. They may be a little bit slower, but they still go pretty quick. And so, and I really expect to see how this off-season summer con- conditioning program has really helped. Because, you know, guys, they may not be able to sub for a whole drive, and guys will have to be on the field the whole time with how fast they're going. So that will be interesting to see and if guys get tired and gassed and if guys maybe even get cramped up tonight. We'll have to see. But, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm on defense. I am really – I really want to see more man coverage played in the back end. I, I don't think we'll see much Because – I think they'll, they'll go vanilla yet again, maybe something we didn't see yeah. last week. But you hit on the – summer program with the with the fast tempo and how that's going to affect it's going to be what it seems like it's going to be way better weather day than uh last week and i didn't really notice much of it last week so yeah it will be interesting to see how it is against a fast-paced offense but i don't really think it's going to be an issue and here's something that i do think we will see i think we'll see a, a turnover forced by the defense in the first half i agree early on in the game uh, this QB is nowhere near what Hardison was, and, and Hardison was not the best QB, but he was one of the better QBs I think that team will face all year. Um, and so, again, I don't know if we'll see much man coverage, but Kent State has some really good receivers. So I would love to see it and just see how those guys play against uh, BV and Ted Roof. have said they're NFL talented receivers, but... I don't think I think it'll be very vanilla yet again with a little bit more mixed in. 
Yeah, for sure. I agree. And also, like, I'm going to go back to to offense for a second, but at the wide receiver room, I feel like we may get to see more guys get opportunities today, like Jaden Gibson and J.J. Hester, we'll see, get some more snaps, and guys like that, that we really didn't get to see much of last week, because I only saw Hester in the game for like four or five snaps, I believe. It was at the end of that game. It was Hester Bunkley Sheldon. Yeah, it was, at the end of, it was at the end of the game, too. Levy said that that was one of his biggest regrets, was not getting more receivers in there. Um, I think we're going to see a big game from Farouk today. Um, because, and I think Mims will have a really good game, but I, I think Kent State's going to kind of look at Mims and say, we need to take, take away Mims, because he had some really big plays in the beginning of that game. And he would have had one at the very very first play that game if the O-line uh, pass blocks a little bit better, but um, I think Farouk, because he, he was open a couple times and it was just a missed throw. I think he's a big game today. Yeah, I agree, and I I don't look at Farouk and Weiss to have more of an impact instead of Mims today. Like, because Weiss really, in his, like, it seemed like the more the game went on, we started to get back his game feel because he hadn't played in over a full season. Like, so it was going to take him a while to get his feet back under him to get that game, that game feel. But I feel like we, as OU fans, forget about how good of a route runner Weiss really is. Yeah, we're going to see more Weiss Because this is a, yeah, I, a blank at the field type defense. So I think he could he could get a lot more targets today. Mm, for sure. And he's taller too, so Gabriel can throw it over one of the defensive backs into a zone for weeks to go up and get the ball. So, you know, I think I think the offense is going to probably not show that many plays once again today. But I expect them to try and score more points than what they did. Yeah, I think I think, and we haven't really gotten to our score predictions. We will do that a little bit later. But I think this this game is going to be a, uh, a further like I think I think our offense could get a little over fifty today, and and that's simply because I think we're going to run the ball more. I think that's going to help set up the pass. You're going to see guys like you mentioned, Leaf. Daniel Parker's back tonight. Um, so I think our offense will have a better game. And and I'm very intrigued to see kind of uh, the carries between Major and Gray, the targets. Like, I think we're going to see a good amount of scoops, too. Maybe we see more Gavin Freeman. Yeah, for sure. Gavin Freeman is a guy who I expect to maybe get potentially, like, three touches today just to see what he can do with those. Yeah, because his ex- explosive playability with the speed is really what, like, I guess, hasn't been so successful in this offense because they move so fast, and before you know it, Gavin Freeman will have the ball on the outside and the defensive backs aren't even set, and he's running right past everyone. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know about three touches, but I think three plays, three to four to five plays probably. Like BB said, but defensively, another thing I'm gonna be looking at um, is the safety rotation. 
How much more does Damone Harman get into the game? Because BB said he wanted to give him some more time. I would love to see him get some more time. Mm -hmm. So kind of what is that between him and Trey Morrison? And Trey Morrison actually played a good game. Apart from the yeah, ball. he did. But I'll be interested to see that. And, and Kendall Dennis, is he store, still the cornerback for? Is Kanai Walker back today? I don't know. Um, but if he is you now, know, like see him. Is, is even Jaden Rowe available today? He was in street clothes, too. So, and he's a guy that we could possibly see late in the game in the fourth quarter. And But a guy that I really want to see get more play and run today is Justin Harrington. Because in the place he was in, you, you could fit, feel his impact. He had... Four tackles in like the eight plays he was in the game, I think. Five. Um, he was in. Oh, five. He was in for two drives, but I would expect to see a little bit more of him because like A is a fast-paced offense, so I think probably that third possession you will get to see uh, Harrington in there, maybe fourth. I don't know. Um, Deshaun White, he he played a sneaky good game, but Harrington. Mm -hmm. Harrington is going to keep pressuring White to keep performing good because if White doesn't perform good, boom, it's Justin Harrington. So I do think we'll see a little bit more of Justin Harrington um, because if this if this team, I don't think Kent State's going to slow it down like UTEP did. And, and not slowing it down means the defense has a little bit, maybe more possessions, and the offense has more possessions. So I do think we'll see a little bit more guys. Um, and... I'm looking at, you know, does R. Mason Thomas get as much run as he did last week? I, I think he does. Um, who is that linebacker, that third linebacker? Is it Jake McCoy or Jared Cannon? That's going to be an interesting thing to look at. Or do they put wide at linebacker and bring Harrington and Cheetah? So just things like that with depth purposes, I think will be pretty interesting today. Yeah, for But whenever you see, like, what the team has overall, it is pretty interesting in in that room because Kanick and Jake McCoy are two guys that are going to be competing for that third spot today. And did we even see much of Jake McCoy at all? Yeah, he played a little bit for Aguibu. Yeah, I know, but it's – what? He was in before Kanick. Oh, okay, so – you know, he's a guy I hope we get to see more of. Um, Shane Whittier, too. I hope we see more of him. And, like, because we really, realistically, we both know what we're going to get out of a Gwegbu and Stutzman consistently. Uh, yeah, I think I'd we got a better game from Stutzman. I mean, he played good, but there was just a couple plays that were kind of like, oh, my. But Stutzman had one play where – he had really, I mean, but outside no, of that, there was a couple all, all over the field. There was about th three or four plays where it's like, man, if you could just make that play or like not let that happen. But I did like that softball one for sure. Yeah, for sure. And like, let's go like, I kind of want to go back to the safety room, right? Because last week we consistently saw a three-man rotation of 
Broyles, Lawrence, Broyles. and Billy Bowman. Who was the uh and Tr- yeah and Tr- Trent Morrison? So, do we see that four man today, or do we see yes. maybe only poten- or do we only see p- potentially more of just Bowman and Lawrence because we both expect them to be the starters going into into the season. And do they get like maybe a couple drives without subbing them out at all to start they the game? They did that last week. Broyles came in the third drive, and then Morrison was the fourth. So I think I think it'll be similar like that because Broyles makes yeah. a good play. So do Key. I think we'll see both of yeah. them consistently throughout the year. I agree. It's gonna be a very fun game. You know, it's Stripe the Stadium. They get the debut of the new L. LED lights. So hopefully on TV it doesn't look like anymore someone's just shining a flashlight right right onto the field. Because do you remember that? Because sometimes in night games it would be hard to track the ball on the TV. Kind of. Yeah, so I expect that to be better. But I think it's going to be a very electric environment. I hope that the students – don't leave in the second quarter again. I hope they stay. Because it's really, I mean, I don't, how many teams in college football do have these LED lights? I know that Alabama and oh, South Carolina do. What? A lot. A lot? Okay. Well, I know. I'm excited to watch the team tonight, so. If you were to put on there a score prediction, what would you say? What would be yours? Uh, you know, we'll have Jason join and get to that a little bit later. But for me, um, I don't know. I, I would say around the same amount of points as last week, maybe a little bit less and more. Like allowed points, like defensively, I think we allow a little bit less or the same. And then offensively, I think we score more. So that's that's where I'll go for now, but I'll make that pick uh, a bit later. All right, well, yeah, I can kind of agree with what you just said, but uh, so any there's nothing big happening around the cultural world this weekend, really. I mean. Yeah, there is. Oh, that's right. Alabama, Texas. Yeah, there's a lot of good games on today. BYU, Bay. Yeah, there is. Um, but Alabama, Texas. This is the only time I'll ever root for Texas. I don't know. I'm not even going to root for Texas. Are you wild or something? I want Texas to win. Because if Texas wins, the national media will put them so high. If you're not rooting for Texas, then how are you OU fan? What do you mean? Texas is our arch rival. We don't like Texas. Yeah, but you don't want them I, to win. I despise Texas. I want Texas to be undefeated when they play us. It's going to look like a better win for us. They will be ranked higher. I mean. They'll be undefeated. I guess that be is a fact. Best matchup. They beat Alabama, so they're going to well, be. I don't see it happening, but I'm rooting for Texas, and I think every OU fan well, should be rooting for yeah. Texas. I mean. I feel like even if it's a 10-point game or under win for Alabama, Texas is going to be ranked in the top 25 next week. I want them to win. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, but I want it to happen. Yeah. For sure. I, I can say like, if Texas wins, that would be good whenever we play them, but I don't really want them to win, but like, I do. I want them to win just for the sake of whenever they go against us. But if they don't win, I'll be fine too. I really, it's like both ways. Yeah, we'll make that pick a bit later, but uh, with the game, a couple things. Uh, again, we mentioned it a little bit. The offensive line, I, I think it needs to be better today. Because I was not really impressed much with it. I think I would love to see Jake Taylor or Savion Bird starting in there. I would love to see it because you just throw them in there and see what they can do. If they mess up, okay, great. Bring in a Tower Guyton back in. But, and again, maybe those guys did have a good week of practice with Tower and Guyton. But I I think we could see a little bit of changing because Bill Beatonbo has done that. Multiple times. It would mm-hmm. not shock me if Jake Taylor or Sean Bird is starting at O-line in this game. No, it would not shock me either. And also, along the offensive line, like, I feel like what we saw last week from uh, McCabe in the tower is really not, not the guy he is. Because when you watch the way he played at California, he was – a pretty consistently nasty yeah. player. Yeah, like he, he had that time dog time. in him. Yeah, I know. This is and so I. No, it's not. So, I don't know. I expect him to play a lot better. I expect the whole team to play better. Really. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um. But. All right. Well. This, or, well, t- tonight, some big-time players coming up from Texas to watch Oklahoma play on one official visitor and I want to say five or six official or unofficial visitors. Yeah, big recruiting or big recruiting weekend for OU, but before we talk about recruiting – Let's make our picks for this week. Um, last week, uh, as we get Jason to join here, last week, uh, you did not have the most successful picks, did you? Guys, first of all, game day. Second of all, yep. no, I did not. And if anybody's listening to the pod, I would say pick opposite of what I pick so far this year. That's kind of been my MO for the first few weeks it's just not been good for me so hopefully that changes today yeah what we're gonna do here is we're gonna make our picks for five games around college football and then we'll get your opinion uh jason on the ou versus kent state game uh and then we can touch on recruiting like we're about to do but we got about five games to pick here um so let's start with south carolina versus arkansas I'm, I'll go first. I, I'm going to go Arkansas in this one. You I know, know they're down. They're down some uh, defensive backs, but watching the South Carolina game, their O line is horrendous, and Arkansas's D line is 
pretty, pretty good. So I'm going to go Arkansas. Guys, right here, I want the Cox. Give me South Carolina for my pick in this game. You know, in this game, for me, it's kind of a, a toss-up because I expect this to be Spencer Rowler's best game of the season. He plays for South Carolina today. You know, because last week he didn't play great. But I watched some highlights from that game. Their offensive line looks atrocious. It's atrocious. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to pick the Hogs in this one just because it's at – because just because it's in Fayetteville, I believe. Is that correct? Yep, yep. it's in Fayetteville. Yep, so I'm going to go with the Hogs. All right, next pick. Let's go with uh, this. Um, let's go with Iowa State, Iowa. All right, well, I'll start with this one. I'm going to take the Cyclones. Um. Me as well. I don't expect Iowa to to even score any points with how their offense looked against who was it like South Dakota, I believe. Yep. But like their offense looked atrocious, and I really don't expect them to be able. They they may score a field goal if they're lucky, but we'll just have to wait and see. But I expect. Iowa to win by double digits, or Iowa State to win by double yeah, digits. Brody, you got Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Iowa State as well. My only concern is their quarterback, though, with Iowa's defense. He could turn it over a few times, but I don't think Iowa's offense, uh, like Jackson said, I don't think they're very good at all. I'm gonna take Iowa State. All right, next game. Let's go with. Uh... Tennessee versus Pitt. I'll start with that one. I'm taking Tennessee, baby. Tennessee, y'all know they're my sleeper team in the SEC. And they will go in there, and they will win by 10 or more points today. Uh, in this game, I'm going to take Tennessee, too. You know, I think their SEC versus ACC matchup, uh, I think Hendon Hooker is going to have a field day against that defense because – JT Daniels put up um, a very nice game against that defense. And I think Hendon Hooker's a better QB than JT Daniels. So I expect Tennessee to win by double digits, too. Yeah. All right, guys, we've got three more. Um, USC Who'd you Stanford. pick? I, I got Tennessee, USC Stanford. All right. Wait, isn't that three picks already? Yeah, but. Okay, we got six games this week. Six games this week. All right, who's the next one? USC Stanford. Stanford. Don't even ask me. Stanford. Me, you know, I hate to say this, but I think USC is going to win because I think their offense is going to score a lot of points against that Stanford defense because – I don't really know much about Sanford except their QB is pretty good, I believe. But I think that's going to be – oh, that's right. They have Pat Fields, too. I think and it's gonna and be the running back – the running back is Emma Smith's time. Okay, so I still expect USC to win, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I got USC in a very tight game, very tight game. I think USC will come out and get way ahead of them, and then in classic Lincoln Rally fashion, Stanford will come uh, – 
Chip at the lead. Baylor versus BYU is our next game we're going to pick. Guys, I, I want Baylor to win this one, and I think Baylor wins this one. Me? I'm going to pick Baylor, too, because BYU's top two wide receivers are out today. And yeah. originally, last night, I was thinking BYU is going to upset them. But after I saw that this morning, I think Baylor's probably going to win that game. Oh, yeah, Jackson, I was going to say the same thing with those receivers out. I'm going Baylor. Yep. All right, well, we made it to the big game of the day starting in about an hour as we're recording this. Texas versus Bama. And like I previously mentioned, I am rooting for Texas. I just don't see it. I think Bama wins. Well, uh, Brody, who did you pick to win? Uh, like I just said, I'm rooting for um, Texas, but I don't see it happening. I'll be picking Bama. Okay. I I agree with you. I want to pick Alabama too. Um, I don't see this really being that close of a game. Um, I hope it's a close game and. Texas can su surprise people and they'll get all this hype and they'll be very highly ranked whenever we play them. But I don't real, real, realistically see it being close because I don't think the offensive line can block their defensive line. And Bryce Young's going to have a field day against a secondary too. So I'm, I'm with you guys as far as, you know, I'm rooting for Texas as well. But I'm not only rooting for Texas, I'm picking Texas today. Um, Texas will win today. And don't ask me how. Don't ask me the reasoning behind it. But I do remember how long ago was it? Three years ago when LSU and Texas played on, on a neutral field. And if y'all remember right, that game for LSU was Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, all their studs. And Texas should have won that game. Non-conference, they should have won that game. Everybody thought, how are they hanging with LSU? It's going to be the same thing today. I have no rhyme or reasoning except Texas is going to win. And Texas is going to be undefeated. And OU is going to be undefeated when they play in the Cotton Bowl in a few weeks. So that's my pick of the day right there. Well, well I could that say pick. that's um, pretty bold. Yeah. Let's get your thoughts now on the Oklahoma-Kent State game. Me and Jackson have already talked about that game for – uh, a good amount of time, and we haven't made a score prediction, but we'll let you talk about the game first before we do score predictions and players of the game. Um, I expect similar result to last week as far as score, except I think OU might, I think OU might get in the 60s tonight. It's going to be a little more up-tempo. Um, so I'm going to – I do think this – Kent State team will provide a little bit of test for our defense more than UTEP. I know UTEP had a really good quarterback, but this team, you know, they were number one, in the, number three in the country last year in rushing the ball. So, uh, you know, they and they're picked to win their conference. I think they're gonna, they could put up some points uh, if if we're if we're not where we need to be on defense. So hopefully we tighten some things up from last week in the coverage area. I think it was good last week, but I think this team's gonna have a little more um, ability in that aspect. So. You know, I think we're going to see some more guys on offense that we didn't get to see last week, I, in particular, Jaden Gibson. I think we're going to see some things from him today. I think uh, the way they play this umbrella defense is going to be very interesting to see 
how Gabriel and OU and Levy approach this defense because we've seen it in the last five or six years. We struggled with this, guys. Lincoln Riley struggled with this drop through or rush three drop A. So it would be interesting to see how we attack it with either running the ball or throwing the short stuff. You know, even last year, Caleb could not handle this defense. Kansas played it against him, and he wanted to go deep. He wanted to go deep, and you just can't. So it would be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, well, also, like, for sure, this defense, too, is very – I think it's probably the hardest defense to play against just because all the different looks you can get with eight people in coverage. But Jeff uh, Levy is not going to be afraid to run the ball. He will run it 50, 60 times today if he has to and throw it like 15 because that's the way – because he's going to do what it takes to win. He's not going to shy away from the run game like our past staff did. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I think it's going to be a little bit more run-heavy early, but I think that's going to open up the passes and some more big plays. So I think it'll be pretty similar to last week, rushing and passing-wise. I do think Major gets a little bit more carries, but it wouldn't shock me to see some deep balls as well. Um, Let's get score predictions in. Uh, For me, I'll be going Kent State 10 Oklahoma, 56. All right, I'm going to go 66-13. All right, I'm going to go 52-13. All right, well, let's get our player of the game pick. So let's start with offense. Give me Jalil Farouk. All right, well, uh-huh. oh, Jason, you, you, you go ahead and go. I, I was going to go Marcus Major. Marcus Major. For my, for me, I'm going to do the offensive line unit as, as a whole because I really think they're going to play like Bill Beatonville wants them to play today. All right, let's start defensively. Jackson, you can go ahead and take this one. For me, my defensive player of the game is going to be Jalen Redmond. And I believe he's going to have two sacks today. I really think today is going to be the day where we see Jalen Redmond on the field a lot more than a a guy like Jeffrey Johnson because they're a high tempo offense and Jeffrey Johnson's not a good pass rusher, really. And I think that Jalen Redmond's going to have a field day. Johnson looked fine in pass rush against UTEP. He was okay. He wasn't, like, outstanding pass rush. But I'm, I'm going to go with Billy Bowman today. Billy Bowman's going to score a touchdown today. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, give me his counterpart, Key Lawrence, is my defensive player of the game. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up for this pod. Uh, we'll have a post-game pod coming out tonight, but we got our picks in, talked a little bit about the game. So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Yeah, one thing after the game tonight I would like to really hit is this recruiting weekend. 
Yeah. We so just, uh, yeah. after tonight, after this game, uh, you know, what, Jackson Arnold will be on the uh, ref today. I'd like to listen to him and just kind of have some more thoughts on that tonight. Yeah, well, for sure. Talking about that, recently over the last couple days, I had starting to pick up again the buzz about Peyton Bowen coming to OU over A&M, which we'll have to see about today, how it goes with him. I, he's going to be pressured a lot. And Jordan Renaud, too, this is his last visit anywhere before he commits. And OU's gotten the final two from him, so he's another guy. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some crystal balls in for tonight. Yeah, and again, we will definitely make sure to hit all on this after the game. Um, but that's going to do it for our pregame podcast, episode 7. All right.